You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. I want to talk to you about renewing your expectation. Many times our expectation wears down over time because you're just pushing and you're going, you're doing everything you know to do, and you're trying to make things happen here and there. And we have a sense sometimes of losing a fresh perspective of expectation in terms of what we should be expecting and, and, and what our expected outcomes should be. And so we want to take time to lift that bar back up and renew those expectations to the level that God desires us to lift them so that we can achieve and accomplish and pursue and, and, and bring to completion some plans that God has already uh, given to us. I want to start with a scripture Excuse me. Uh, This scripture is Psalms 119, and it's verse 114. Psalms 119 and verse 114. 119, 114 in Psalms. It says, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Notice David here is talking about his expectation uh, around the Word of God. He's saying, I hope in thy word. That's another way of saying my expectation for whatever it is in life that I need is found in the Word of God. I hope in thy word. So it is the word that should be the foundation of our hope and the expectations that we have in life. Nothing else, nobody else, no thing else, no place else. The word of God should serve as the foundation of our hope and our expectation. So how does this happen? We meditate the word of God. We meditate the word of God. We think upon the word of God. We think upon it until we can believe that word that we're believing on. Until we can visualize it. Until we can see that word. And even feel the anticipation of that which we believe and expect to manifest in our lives. These are notes that I have available to you. They're available online. And you can get them with the information that they give to you on the screen. So tonight, we're dealing with expectation. And, um, okay, I can hear you guys up there. (laughs) We're dealing with expectation. And so there are three areas in which I want to just kind of capsulize our thoughts here tonight. Number one, the word should create our hope. Now, many times we get caught up in looking to people to to develop our hope in. Or sometimes we, we look to certain things that we put our hopes in those things. But I'm telling you, that is a, a perfect way to set yourself up for failure. What you want to do is make sure that your hope is in the Word of God. 
Let me give you an example. Uh, many years ago, a young man was uh, believing God for a wife, but he was believing God for a certain person to be his wife. And there's nothing wrong with that if God shows you that that is the person that he has given you to marry. But that wasn't his case. And so what I was trying to do was get him to not set his hopes on a person, but set his hope on the word for a wife and let the Holy Spirit translate that to whomever that should be. So I led him to scripture. Uh, for example, in Proverbs 31, you can find wife substance, wife material in Proverbs 31. You can also find wife material in Ephesians 5. And there are many other places in the Bible that this can happen, but those are two good places to start. And I says, there is where your wife is. She's in that word. And begin to pray over her just as it's written there in that word. And let the Holy Spirit manifest who this person is, who God has chosen to be your wife. So that's going from... I want this lady, I want, she's got to be the one, I want her to be my wife, especially if God hadn't clearly indicated that to you, to the word, my wife is, my wife is, my wife becomes, my wife does this and that, based on what the word says in Proverbs 31 and what the word says in Ephesians 5. So you're praying for an individual whom you may not even know yet, but you're praying for an individual who is to walk in the office as a wife for you or ladies, a husband for you. You see, that is the difference between setting your hope on a particular person, place or thing to setting your hope on the word of God that produces the person, the place or thing. Because when you set your hopes on people, you set expectations on people, places and things that's very fragile and fragile expectations do not lead you to the path of success. So when you're planning for success, a good place to start is the word of God in your mind and in your heart. Now, so the word to create your hope in Psalms 135, and I'm reading this in the Passion Translation, it says, but your forgiving love is what makes you so wonderful. Talking about God. No wonder you're loved. No wonder you're worshiped. This is why I wait upon you, expecting your breakthrough. For your word brings me hope. Your word brings me hope. So I can just tell you that this scripture to me deals with the whole idea, uh, for example, opportunity. Many times we desire opportunity to do one thing or the other, to go one place or the other, to perform in some role or another. And that opportunity, again, needs to be based on the word of God and not a person, not a place and not a thing. For example, in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 16, and this is not on your handout, but you may want to write it to the side. Proverbs 18 and 16, it says something like this, that a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. Or we could say that 
any person's gift would make room for them and bring them before greatness. So what that says is, is that everybody has a gift within them. If they nurture that gift, that gift will open the doors of opportunity for them. So instead of looking at a person uh, and say, this person is going to be my open door, this person is going to be my, my golden opportunity, you say, Lord, I thank you for the gift that you've placed on the, on the inside of me. And that gift within me will bring me before greatness. And, and your, your word also says over in Romans 11 and verse 9 that the gift that you have given me is irrevocable, that, that, that you will never change your mind concerning the gift that you've given me, and nor will you change your mind concerning me, the one in whom you've deposited that gift. So I thank you that my gift is making room for me. My gift is bringing me before men and women of greatness to grant open doors of opportunity for me. And so you put that expectation not on a person, you put that expectation on the word of God. So as you use God's word to become the source of your expectation for success, it creates hope for breakthrough in the areas of life that you're believing for. So I want to reemphasize to you, never place your hope on an individual, on a particular event, place, or thing. Place your hope on the Word of God because people, places, and things will change. They will shift on you. But the Word of God remains the same forever. And the Word of God will ensure the stability of any person, place, or thing that is predestined by God to participate in manifesting the thing that you're believing for. And that's the truth. Now, let's look at another example. This example is found in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. And I'm reading that from the Living Bible Translation. And it says, constantly remind the people about these laws or the word of God. And you yourself, Joshua, this is Moses speaking to Joshua. You yourself must think about them every day. You yourself must meditate them every day and night. The King James says, meditate these, these laws, these principles, this word, day and night, so that you will be sure to obey them. You see, obedience to the word is a... Is a is an outgrowth of meditation in the Word. You're only doing what you meditate. If you're doing the wrong thing, it's because you've meditated the wrong thing long enough. And the only thing to do to change it is to meditate the right thing so you can then, then perform or do the right thing. He says, for only then will you succeed. So if we're talking about planning for our success, and renewing our expectation, let's make sure that what we're thinking upon is right so that our corresponding action then can be right. My note says corresponding action to what you are expecting. It's vital to your success. Corresponding action. You just can't think about it all day and not do anything. 
You just can't talk about it all day and not do anything. At some point, you've got to put action behind this whole concept of success. And that only happens when what you're thinking and believing and seeing is deeply rooted in your heart. It propels you to act accordingly. This only happens when you give continuous and ongoing thought to what God has spoken to you. So let's say that you are believing God for increase in your life. You just want to increase. You want an increase of knowledge. You want an increase of wisdom. You may want an increase of peace, joy, love. You may need increase of finances, uh, whatever the case may be. You may need an increase of clientele. Uh, you may need an increase of accounts, whatever the case. Well, then what, do you, what should you do? You should meditate increase and correspond in action with increase. Now, what does corresponding action look like in regards to increase? Well, it has a lot to do with what you're saying. That's action. Your words you speak is a, is a form of action. It's, it's the base form of action. But then it's followed through with literal walking it out and walking it through. And the way you respond or the way you react to certain situations and circumstances can speak loudly concerning what you believe, whether you have a, a, a strong belief of inadequacy, a strong belief of doubt and unbelief, or strong belief of increase and sufficiency. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.